Thanksgiving. It's a word and a holiday that either brings to mind warmth, family, and feasting, or great loathing. For those of us who live in the United States, it's most likely a bit of both. Some view Thanksgiving as another time to celebrate the fall harvest. To some, it's simply a time to be grateful for loved ones and appreciate opportunities we've had throughout the year. And for others, it's seen as a national day of mourning. However you view this day, and in whatever way you choose to celebrate, or decidedly not celebrate, there's one thing I think we can all agree on. Thanksgiving is a holiday that is steeped, deep, in pagan roots. <laughs> Greetings. You have wandered upon Broomstay Witchery, a podcast that explores all things pagan. My name is Sabern Whitethorn, and I'll be your guide. So grab yourself some tea and come talk a spell with me. Growing up in the 80s and 90s in Middle America, I often heard terms like the first Thanksgiving and the story of the pilgrims. Show me an elementary classroom that didn't intertwine cornucopia coloring pages and handprint turkeys amongst stories of Columbus and his Mayflower. How many times growing up did you hear your teacher ask, what year did Columbus sail the ocean blue? What they didn't teach us in elementary school in 80s and 90s middle America is that by the time the supposed first Thanksgiving took place in 1621, the indigenous people already living here had been ravaged by diseases from European colonizers. And the pilgrims' first order of business? Steal their winter provisions. That's right, friends. That corn the pilgrims nommed on during the first Thanksgiving was stolen from the native people. Not given. Not shared. Stolen. And while stealing their stores for winter was a heinous enough act, consider this. Corn was often seen as a gift from the creator given directly to native tribes. It had ceremonial value, and in some tribes was even seen as a deity in itself. What the pilgrims took was more than food. It was a sacred spiritual offering. And while accounts of that first feast implied that 90 members of a native tribe were present, there was no mention of these men being invited. In fact, experts believe they were present because they heard gunshots from the celebration and were sent to investigate. And what followed this first harvest was bloody conflict, as the colonizers enslaved and brutally executed native people to seize their land. It's understandable why many people choose not to celebrate Thanksgiving. We were taught to believe this holiday was meant to celebrate an alliance between indigenous people and the pilgrims, when in reality, it was a time of oppression, genocide, and greed. Those of us who continue to celebrate Thanksgiving have chosen not to tie this day into one that represents colonization, and to focus instead on the celebration of gratitude and thankfulness. 
this does not mean that we should forget nor disregard the tragedies of our history. There are several ways to honor those who suffered and continue to suffer due to colonialism, including silent rituals, incorporating indigenous cuisine, learning about and teaching others the true history of native people, attending a powwow or other native event in your area to learn more about indigenous customs and culture, and incorporating this tradition into your holiday celebrations, or donating funds to legitimate organizations that help make systemic, cultural, and social impact. Many of us choose to view Thanksgiving as another way to honor the end of the harvest, as many indigenous cultures still do, and to focus on the blessings of the earth. It is important to remember that the idea of giving thanks did not originate in the United States, and this is not centered around the holiday of Thanksgiving. It's equally important to remember that Thanksgiving is not a religious holiday. It most certainly has pagan roots, and days of thanks have been celebrated all over the world long before Abraham Lincoln proclaimed it as an American Day of Thanks in 1863. In ancient Rome, Cyrilia, a harvest festival dedicated to Ceres, the goddess of grain and corn, was celebrated. Ceres was honored in the fields at harvest time, as well as during marriage and funeral rites, and was seen as a symbol of motherhood, the harvest, and the earth. Demeter, the goddess of the harvest and agriculture, was celebrated by farmers and peasants in ancient Greece, who called her the Corn Mother. During Thesmophoria, a festival held in her honor, thanks was given to Demeter and her daughter Persephone for their gift of both human and agricultural fertility. Celtic pagans celebrate several harvest festivals. The first of these is Lunasa, a Gaelic festival that marks the beginning of the harvest season. We will touch upon these festivals at a later date as we dive into the Wheel of the Year and the Holy Days of Wicca. As you meet with friends and family for feasting and football on this festive fall holiday, consider that some of your loved ones may be pagan. It's a rare and little-known fact that us pagans look like everyday normal people and don't always shout our spirituality from the rooftops. Chances that you're surrounded by pagans on a daily basis and don't even realize it are quite high, actually. Here's a few subtle ways you can incorporate pagan traditions into your day without the need for high religious rituals. Take a walk together. If pagans love one thing, it's being out in nature to ground, center, and feel at one with the earth. Try picking up pine cones, colorful fallen leaves, and acorns to decorate your kitchen table. Not only will this bring a lovely energy into your home for the holiday, but it will allow you to enjoy the beauty and color of the season. And a little fresh air is never a bad thing. Light a candle or set a small plate to give thanks to loved ones who are no longer with us. This holds powerful emotional symbology, whether you're pagan or not. Have a bowl of whole bay leaves or slips of paper at the dinner table. Before feasting begins, ask each person to write down something they're thankful for. Read these, and then burn them in a candle flame. The smoke that rises is meant to bring abundant happiness throughout the coming year. Give thanks to nature. 
Create bird-safe ornaments with birdseed and hang them outside for your winged friends to enjoy. I'll post my favorite recipe for birdseed ornaments on Facebook and Instagram for anyone who's interested. And if you're vegan or vegetarian, another tradition that will help you give back to nature is participating in a turkey rescue or turkey freedom, where you can symbolically adopt a turkey through monetary donations that will help to feed and shelter rescued turkeys. One such organization is called Farm Sanctuary. Their website is farmsanctuary.org. And Broomies, for those of us who are pagan, here are a few ways you can incorporate a little more paganism into your day of thanks. Decorate your altar for the season with mini pumpkins, leaves, pine cones, acorns, cinnamon sticks, cloves, and any other decor that gives you the fall tingles. Try switching out your altar candles to incorporate fall colors, as well as adding cinnamon or rosemary essential oil to your diffuser. Form sigils of fertility, abundance, and thankfulness with small sticks or twigs and hang them near your altar or outside your front door. Perform a ritual of thanks or gratitude ritual. Bake breads and cakes to celebrate the harvest. And for my kitchen witches out there, add intentions of thanks and abundance into your creations to bring positive energy to your loved ones. I've decided to keep today's episode short, as many of us are celebrating with friends and family, but I'd like to leave you with one final thought. Consider today engaging in reverse thankfulness by extending your generosity and giving someone else something to be grateful for. While we chow down on pumpkin pie and cranberry sauce, there may be others around us not so fortunate those without family nearby, or without the means to celebrate. This is the perfect time of year to embrace some random acts of kindness to bring a little joy and abundance into the life of another. As always, at the end of each episode, I'd like to give a small shout out to various pagan accounts on Instagram, Facebook, or TikTok that I find educational or entertaining, Etsy or online shops that are pagan-based, Websites, books, products, and physical stores that are pagan written, crafted, owned, and operated. This week, I'd like to shine my pagan spotlight on Tribe to Table, Native American Market. Tribe to Table is a community of over 60 tribes across North America who strive to engender indigenous enterprise by bringing native food and goods from the tribes to your table. You can visit their shop at tribetotable.com. And I will, of course, link their website in the podcast description. Happy Thanksgiving, Broomies. Thank you for conjuring up some time to spend with me today. And until next time, Broomies, remember, don't drink and fly. 